0: This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans. He is Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. And it's week 13, the main slate of the fantasy football season. you sweating it out? Because you need a win to get into the postseason at least one step closer With a lot on the line for many a fantasy manager out there, Brandon. Let's put our huevos on the line and have some huevos gigantes here. Give me your biggest. Give me your baddest. Give me your boldest prediction for this upcoming weekend's action. Well,
1: I hate to do this because I'm going to step step on a, our script here a little bit, uh, but my boldest prediction involves Mr. Miles Sanders, who mm. is somebody that mm. I was kind of lukewarm on at the beginning of the week because of the ankle uh-huh, injury uh-huh, designation. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. huh. Things are kind of cleared up in that regard, and Boston Scott, his tag team partner in the backfield at the moment, uh, has been sick, hasn't been able to practice all week. I think he's going to play, but with the injury or uh, with the illness to Boston Scott and with the question marks at quarterback and with the uh, opponent being the New York jets who are just about as bad as one can possibly be on the defensive side against the run. Um, I'm going to say uh, Miles Sanders goes over 100 yards from scrimmage for the first time this year, and I'm going to say he finds the end zone for the first time this year. I'm going to say he finishes as an RB1 for the first time this year.
0: Wow, yeah, finding the end zone, I would never have thunk it in Week 13 that Sanders would not have a touchdown yet this season, (laughs) but that is indeed the case, and yeah, I I think it's a foreshadow. I got a feeling we're going to be hearing his name a little bit later on, so I will hold back (laughs) my perspective on Miles Sanders, and I'm going to go to Foster Moreau. Uh, A guy, if you're playing DFS in the DraftKings game, he's only $2,700. And uh, I think he is a must-start material uh, in some challenging leagues if you have some tight end needs. Uh, A guy that's still widely available right now in Yahoo Leagues as well. I think he's going to post a top five week. Uh, you know, elevated in the starting lineup, likely with Darren Waller out due to that IT band kneecap, whatever issue. I was not a physiology major in college or kinesiology major, uh, but I do know this. The last time Boston Moreau was promoted to the starting lineup, granted it was against a mother of all matchups in the Eagles who were just allergic to covering the tight end. Six targets, six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. I think come close to that this time around against the fighting footballs uh, who've given up right around 53 yards per game, just over five receptions per game to the tight end position. So uh, four or five catches, 50 yards and a touchdown. He gets that. That will be a top five week again for. Would Foster you like Marubo. to
1: know uh, the really quickly? Sure. Educa- ed- sure. Educational nu- nugget. Yeah. The IT band connects your hip and your knee. It runs along the outside of your leg. Oh. And is, yeah, not Mm. generally a very common football injury. It's more of a wear and tear kind of injury. Mm. But uh, that is where Darren Waller sits
0: these days. Yeah, I have a lot of wear and tear on the body. Uh, I don't – probably multiple IT bands somewhere uh, within my construction of a human, which is just falling apart at the seams in my advanced age right now. But regardless, ride Foster Moreau. With that, let's get to it on this Football Friday Edition with another round of the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, it's player Pickums uh, as we do every single Friday. Here's how this little exercise works. Uh, I'm going to go position by position. I'm going to give Brandon a three-pack of players to choose from, and he's simply going to tell me who has the better fantasy week. Let's start off at quarterback. And, of course, we never focus on the obvious. We try to give you names that are uh, borderline guys that you may be juggling in your head, whether or not you want to sit him or start him. So uh, here's his triumvirate. Carson Wentz. At Houston, your boy, yes, Seattle, yes, you are, yeah, I'm probably done with you, Seattle. Uh, And he's still not doing it. That's Russell Wilson against San Francisco. Or Derek Carr against the friendliest secondary in the league, but not as friendly as it has been here of late. uh, The fighting footballs of Washington. What do you got there?
1: Yeah, well, Washington had the benefit of facing Seattle's passing offense. So, of course, everybody <laughs> looks good facing Seattle. Uh, look, I'm going with Derek Carr. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on that. You, you think Foster Monroe is gonna be a top five tight to end? I yep. think Hunter Renfro is gonna be a, uh, you know, maybe a top twenty wide receiver. Uh, if Deshaun Jackson rolls, you know, he what did he have a calf? He had a calf back. Well, it was his gonna...
0: birthday midweek, so that yeah. might have just been a, a made up ghost injury because dude likes to party.
1: Yeah. And we like Deshaun Jackson. We we like revenge game narratives. (laughs) Oh, yes, we do. And so there you go. I'm going to go Derek Carr. It's slightly ahead of Carson Wentz. Russell Wilson is uh, is bringing up the caboose on this trio. But uh, I I like Derek Carr. I think uh, Indy, the worry there for me, such an easy matchup against Houston that they can just sit on that lead might go a little bit conservative.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. It's Derek Carr for me. I, I'm already on record for saying this in my Fantasy Flames column available at Bally Sports. Go read it right now. 285 and three touchdowns. That's what I'm going with, Carr. Seven quarterbacks have scored 24 or more fantasy points against the fighting football so far this season. Uh, you look at Carr, as one of the more accurate passers in the league. He loves going cork down the field. As you mentioned, I love Deshaun Jackson. And please, Sportsbooks, give us the longest catch prop on uh, mm-hmm. DJX. I'm begging you for once. Cowards, uh, but Carr um, again. You know, dissecting this matchup, uh, fighting footballs, giving up seven point seven one ypa, two hundred seventy-seven pass yards per game uh, to the position this season. So I'm with you there. Ride the silver and black, number four. All right, move it on here in the fantasy five. Let's get some running backs in the mix. Here are your options: Devonta Freeman at Pittsburgh, which has come unspooled, unraveled in the trenches here of late. Uh, oh miles sanders against mm. the new york jets or gaskin uh, against the other new york team the giants i guess you're going with sanders
1: i guess you would be right <laughs> i don't see anybody else in this group going for over 100 yards and a touchdown so yeah give me miles sanders i don't care how unraveled pittsburgh's becoming i don't even know if Devonte freeman deserves to be in this discussion uh, i don't know what he's done to deserve it but uh Look, this week I think aligns very well for Sanders, so yeah, definitely give me Sanders here. Gaskin number two, Freeman bringing up the caboose.
0: Yeah, I look, uh, I'm with you on Sanders, especially with Jalen Hurts now uncertain, according to Nick Sirianni. That's just a whole bunch of hogwash poppycock. It's a giant amount of bullshit. Let's just call a spade a spade. I think Hurts is going to play. He's been practicing on a limited basis. He himself said, hey, I'm going to play this week. So I don't know what Sirianni's spinning. It's pure gamesmanship. Uh, But you look at the Jets. Yes, the most generous defense in fantasy to the running back position, giving up 4.62 yards per carry, 165.5 total yards per game, and 21 combined touchdowns. Oh, Brandon, you said that Miles Sanders is going to score a touchdown, correct? You did yeah. say that, did you? I did say that. Wow, shockingly, for a guy who has not scored a touchdown this season, it's minus 135 at FanDuel. Oh, my gosh. You're not even getting plus odds on that? Well, look, uh, I, I'm i not touching that. There's some witchcraft going on in whoever said that, <laughs> yeah. said that wow. line. I, I am uh, one to believe that the other sports books are probably at plus odds, and at that point, I'll get seduced by the juice, but this juice – uh, it it expired way past his expiration date, uh, and it makes me want to hurl. So, uh, But nothing about Miles Sanders to make your stomach churn. Start the man in week 13.
1: Number three.
0: All right, let's move on to the wide receiver position. Here are your options here. Jalen Waddle against the G-Men. Brandon Ayuk with no Debo Samuel against your Seattle Seahawks on the road. Or Michael Pittman in a premium matchup against the Texans.
1: I gotta go, Brandon Ayuk. at we're starting to see consistency, which is weird because we saw none uh in the first half of the season. But last four weeks, he's been 85 plus yards in three of four games. No Debo Samuel. I contend he'll go for over 100 yards, and that we'll see at least mm. I would say 10 to 20, if not more, of that on the ground. I think they might try a couple of those Debo Samuel type runs with him because uh, he's a, he's also a yak stud, and I think he can pull that off. So be interesting to see how it plays out, but even if he doesn't get much in the rushing game i think he's good for pushing the century mark through the air as well
0: ah push it push it real, push it good. real good yeah i'm kind of with you there I, i'm going with brandon Ayuk. uh he laid out the case uh, he's played at least 86 percent of the snaps in five consecutive weeks averaging 25.6 routes per game 6.4 targets per game 3.4 catches per game 67.2 yards per game and a pair of touchdowns i doubt we're gonna get a rush yards prop On Ayuk, but you never know. But remember the last time uh, that San Francisco went up against your Seahawks? Debo went off in that game. I know you remember. It was 12 targets, 8 catches, 156 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Who's going to pick it up? Who's going to pick up that slack? It's got to be IUK. It has to be. Maybe some Juwan Jennings if you want to go crazy deep. Uh, some George Kittle action in there as well. But, yeah, I'm with you. Even though Seattle's got up the seventh fewest fantasy points of wide receiver position, Ayuk is a play. Oh, and look at this. Plus odds. Plus 105 for an anytime touchdown. There we go. At FanDuel. So, a little bit better than, than that madness of a line that was tied to Miles Sanders. Play Ayuk. <laughs> <Iuke. laughs> Number two. All right, moving on. Let's work in another thrice of wide receivers. Here are your options this time: Darnell Mooney against Arizona, Mike Williams on the road against the Bengals, or you've been talking them up. You love the matchup. Go back to Vegas. Are you going to pull the lever on the slot machine for Hunter Renfro against WFT?
1: Hell yeah, uh absolutely. This is a Raiders. This is a Raiders themed show. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're all about the Raiders, and I'm all about Hunter Renfro right now. So is Derek Carr. It's been targeting him at nine targets in three of the last four. Went 134 yards and a touchdown, or not a touchdown, but uh, went for 134 yards last week. Has scored in two of his last four games, catching like seven-plus catches just week in and week out, and this is a fantastic matchup. I don't see how any way you can't be playing Hunter Renfro this week. I like him better. I think he's got a much safer floor than the other guys here, so give me Hunter
0: Renfro. Uh, you want to guess what his player prop is for receiving yards?
1: Oh, is it uh, 69 and a half nice?
0: No, it's south of that. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah sixty-three and a half. Sixty-three and a half. Uh, honestly, I think it's a well-priced line. I'm not touching it. Uh, I will gladly take uh, the over on five and a half catches if yeah. it is offered. But I, I think that's a pretty good line. I'm actually going with Darnell Mooney. Mm. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you, and, and uh, you're going to say, oh, it's Brad looking through his orange-colored glasses as a Bears guy. Yeah, and, and Navy. Don't forget the oh, Navy. And, uh, yeah, very dark Navy. A lot of people confuse it for black. No, it's it's <laughs> Navy blue, very dark Navy blue. Um, but, no, I'm going to go with Mooney. Last couple of games, 24 targets, 10 catches, 244 yards, and a touchdown. He's averaging 15.1 yards per catch in the season. He's wide receiver 16 in total air yards, and he's going to get a lot of Marco Wilson in coverage from Arizona. Who has been generous to say the least? Is 73.7 catch rate branded and 126.0 passer rating allowed to his assignments? I don't care if it's Fields. I don't care if it's Andy Dalton. It doesn't matter. Darnell Mooney is going to blast off again. Uh, No props outside of an anytime touchdown at plus 170. But if, if his props are again in the 50s where they have been here of late, oh my God, you know what's coming out. You know what's coming wow. out.
1: I like Darnell Mooney. I'm still waiting for the uh, Air Yards leagues to start happening because uh, (laughs) that puts him in a whole nother tier above.
0: Uh, It does. Uh, Yeah. Well, look, we've been hearing like points per carry should be point per air yard. Oh, geez. Darnell Mooney to the moon. Yeah. And the average score of 20,000 points a week. (laughs) number one all right last one here let's work in a three pack of running backs uh here are your options jamal williams uh, with deandre swift down and out against minnesota ceh clyde edwards and uh at arrowhead against the denver broncos and same game different name uh, cue the Ario Speedwagon for fans of our serious XM show. Fade the noise, two to four p.m. Eastern, every Monday through Friday on the Fantasy Channel. Uh, his name got brought up. What was it eight times oh, on the show from college? Hit
1: digits. It was close. It was pushing it for sure.
0: And and we every time his his name is called, uh, we play a little Ario Speedwagon, and yeah. I belled out. Brandon is even singing it. It was just on loop. It was on repeat. So. <laughs> This I guess we have to qualify because uh yeah. if let's do it this way, let's go with option A. If Melvin Gordon sits, who do you take?
1: Uh if Melvin Gordon sits and uh and I meant every word I <laughs> said when I said, said that, that I, I loved
0: you, I meant, meant that, that I, I loved, loved you for no, forever and i'm yeah, gonna keep we, on we loving gotta work you work on that yeah. just like our
1: just like our sledgehammer a chorus <laughs> there uh, but yeah it's javante i mean i think it just jumps javante into basically the rb one class potentially with no melvin gordon so uh i think that makes him number one with a bullet it, without uh, if gordon plays i'm gonna go jamal williams go with the other jay williams because he has a massive uh he has a massive workload coming his way, and Minnesota is not the stiffest of opponents for the running back position. So uh, give me Jamal if Gordon plays. Give me Javante if Gordon does not
0: play. Yeah, definitely not in unison uh, in terms of us <laughs> singing side-by-side, side, but we are uh, in unison here uh, because I'm yeah. with you. If no, Melvin Gordon is easily juggernaut Javante Williams uh, against a Kansas City defense that has been been do not break the last five games. They're showing some improvement, having a lot of touchdown in the running back position over that stretch, but – they get up 4.40 yards per carry, 124.3 total yards per game. And Williams is really script agnostic, proven last week when he went over 40 receiving yards. So, if no Gordon, that's my play. If Gordon does suit up and we get word in advance of the noon kickoffs, because that's going to be critical here, then it's Jamal Williams all day. 100% agree. Uh, he's got a nickel and dime through the air uh minnesota to death well not really minnesota's gonna win this game uh it's, he's gonna inflict a flesh wound merely a flesh wound uh brandon so this could be a five to seven catch game for him 80 plus combined yards when it does settle, and so maybe he gets a garbage time touchdown as well all right let's take it to the bank uh give me one more prediction before we get out of here whatever is it you know, top of mind for you at week 13
1: Oh, I just, you know, I just was seeing that DeAndre Hopkins, a game time decision, Kyler Murray, (laughs) a game time decision. You know, it just leads me back to James Conner, who's been like just the lottery winning prize of of the draft season. I mean, the guy scores every week, sometimes two, two times. I think this could be another two touchdown, 100 plus yards from scrimmage game for him. The the way everything's kind of setting up against Chicago. So James Conner. The ball is out in my mind for uh, my feelings for him.
0: Well, and you look at the Bears. Uh, they're awful. A bunch of gummy bears in the trenches. 4.43 <laughs> 4. yards per carry, 102.7 rush yards per game. Eight touchdowns allowed in the running back position. I'm with you on Connor. Uh, by the way, Brandon, if you think he's going to score not once but twice, you know you can bet on that. And he can do oh, it. yeah. Uh, FanDuel's got the lineup right now. Six to one odds for two touchdowns.
1: That's crazy. He's done it. uh, He's done it four times. So um, it's not like it's that out of the realm of possibility, especially, um, you know, with Kyler, if he plays, not going to call his own number running that much. He's probably not going to call it down at the goal line. Um, And DeAndre's out. They're going to lean on Connor a whole hell of a lot. Dude,
0: it's minus one ten for a single touchdown, which I find Uh, crazy. That should be like minus two hundred.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it like, what is that? One, two, three, four, five. So the last nine games, he scored in eight of them, and you're getting minus 110 on that? That's nuts.
0: Well, to put in perspective, uh, James So James Connors minus 110. Jonathan Taylor to score a touchdown. The best odds you can find is a bet MGM at minus 333. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. It that is crazy, isn't it? It really is. Oh, uh, and John and Taylor's uh, rush yards prop. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Brandon, but it is set at is three digits. Is it one oh five and a half, and And I still think he's going over. He's he's entered uh, Derrick Henry territory, he right? Really and if we yeah. were, you know we would shy away from that last year, and Derrick Henry would just continue to <laughs> stiff arm us like Jacksonville Jaguars wannabe tacklers into oblivion, and he'll do the same thing with this number. He went yep. for 145 on 14 carries against the Texans earlier this season. All wow. right. Uh, my other one uh, that I'm going to go with, my bull prediction. I, I'll, you know, Right behind John the Taylor, I think the second most valuable fantasy back in week 13 is going to be Elijah Mitchell.
1: Ooh, second most. That, that's yeah. spicy. I, I, like
0: re- I don't think it really is. I think it is a minimum 120 combined yards and and at least one touchdown. Uh, against your beloved seattle seahawks are giving up oh just 170 total yards per game oh just uh what a dozen combined touchdowns to the running back position i think mitchell's going to see a vigorous workload and get the job done in the box score love him this week
1: yeah maybe not so much uh, having debo steal his thunder you know a bit in this one so that that's, that's also aligning
0: well for him. Yeah, and if you want to get a single touchdown for him at FanDuel, it's plus 100. Woo-hoo-hoo. Make yeah, that good. money. It is good. And with that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please follow Brandon Funson on Twitter at Funson Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this fine program. And until next time, adios amigos!